1: Welcome to the Olive Magazine Podcast Effortless Christmas Series. I'm Janine, Deputy Editor and Podcast Host, and each episode we'll be joined by our Olive team experts to explore ways of making your holiday entertaining truly fuss free. From big day cooking advice to easy edible gifts, as well as cool drinks and cocktail ideas, there'll be plenty of festive tips and tricks to raise your Christmas cooking game. I'm here with Olive's food editor Anna. Hi, Anna. Hi, Janine. And we're talking all about the big day we and are. what we can do to minimise stress, fuss, and have a lovely, relaxed, and effortless Christmas. Okay, so let's start. Um, be- before you before you actually start, what kind of things can you do to make sure you're in the right place before you start cooking?
0: So before before the big day, yep. uh, there's lots we can do to sort of prep and make sure that everything goes smoothly. So um, I always like to check my equipment, make sure I've got everything that I need, check that I've got enough trays, everything fits in the oven. Yeah, uh, Especially if you're going to do some sort of like Tetris uh, sort of juggling of how many trays you've got in the exactly, oven, make yeah. sure everything fits. And uh, serving dishes as well is really important one. So make sure you've got big enough serving dishes, if they can go in the oven or not, just to make sure they're preheated. Yeah. Um, and make sure that if your table's not big enough as well, that you've oh, got yeah. enough space uh, in the room where you're going to be eating to put some stuff on the side.
1: Yeah, that's quite good to have little side tables and stuff, isn't it, where you can just put stuff if you yeah. need to, because... With all of the plates and cups and glasses and everything else that's on the table, it can get a bit a bit yeah. rammed.
0: Yeah, I really like doing that. So uh, when I start the meal, um, I put everything in the on the in the middle of the table. And then if people want seconds, so before, you know, when everyone starts eating, I sort of put it onto a sideboard or something. Oh, right, yeah. And then when people want seconds, they can just help themselves that way. Up. So you're not sort of, you know, you've not got like a massive groaning table, you know, you can actually see above the food yeah. <laughs> to, to have a conversation over Christmas. And, I like doing that. Yeah,
1: and stretching over each other again. Yeah, yeah, one thing I was going to make a note about that is is we had an issue one year um, where my brother-in-law bought... I think it was the biggest turkey that ever lived. I mean, it was just, (laughs) um, and it couldn't couldn't fit in the oven. And we didn't realize that until Christmas Day because he hadn't checked whether, I think he just thought, well, they're not going to sell a turkey that you can't fit in an oven. You would think that, wouldn't you? But actually that's not, (laughs) true <laughs> yeah and definitely the size of
0: the, your tin as well yeah. make sure that the legs aren't overhanging the tin yeah. uh because that can you know you can get some drips into the oven which will cause smoke and stuff so make sure you've got a big enough tin yeah. for the and then obviously that the turkey can fit in the oven <laughs> with other things as well yeah. that's that's the hard <laughs> bit uh yeah so make sure um everything fits and that you've got all your serving dishes out and everything i like to get those out ahead and yeah. you know give them a wash and especially if they've been if they have got since last Christmas year ones. yeah <laughs> (laughs) um and also a really important thing um is to make sure that if you've got frozen stuff you take it out especially if you're like a lot of people have fresh turkey but if you're using um if you've got a frozen turkey then definitely take it out at least like two days before it takes so long
1: yeah i I don't know if you ever had when when i was growing up in the sort of 70s 80s um uh, frozen turkey was really common yeah, and also the amount of times I would wake up to find the turkey and defrosted in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite a common occurrence because you you would always underestimate how long it would take for a, for a turkey to defrost, and you're absolutely right. It's it's not like an overnight job. It's no. a couple of days job, especially so. if you've got it in the in the fridge. I also like to
0: um, to brine my turkey in a bath. So we have this massive brewer's bucket, uh, and okay. it's you know designated for yeah. for, for brewing, <laughs> uh, but now it's turned into the turkey bucket. So instead of having, you know, keeping the turkey in the in the fridge, we'll brine it in a, mm. in, a in a wet brine and uh, keep it in a really cold place. Um, so you've actually got more fridge space that way. Yeah. Um. So you can keep it in that for like a day or two. And we've
1: got loads of kind of brining advice online, haven't we? Yeah. That people yeah, want to check out on olivemagazine.com. Yeah. But both wet and dry brining. Yeah.
0: So so dry brine would be in the fridge, but yep. um, wet brine you can keep in a cold place. Um, cool. And it makes the most super juicy turkey.
1: And what about actually on the day? What kind of things can we do to relieve the pressure?
0: So um, so on the day, the, you know, you have to make a plan. You have to make a time time plan. And it doesn't <laughs> matter if you don't stick to it. Yeah. But making a plan is really important so you know when things are going in the oven and in which sequence right which is the thing that's like the sort of brain work on the day it's like do I put the sprouts in if you're roasting them or do I put the carrots in before the potatoes after potatoes so once you've made this list you can just go through it doesn't matter if the timings are off okay you know as in like you're a bit behind schedule yeah but as long as you've got that sort of okay so when those come out these are going in that's the sort of thing that you want to make sure that you've got done the day yeah. the day before um, make sure when everything's going in the oven and that will also help make sure everything's ready at the same time okay so you know you've got things resting when the when things are going in and you make sure that you know you've not got cold
1: roast potatoes and you know yeah. s- steaming veg that sort of because cold roast potatoes are hideous but yeah. as we've said a million times your turkey can rest for an hour an hour and a half quite happily and retain its heat and you and you can just serve the turkey warm it doesn't have to be in fact if it's piping hot it probably hasn't rested long enough basically
0: absolutely yeah definitely uh you'll you'll sort of you'll lose quite a lot of the 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 juices when you carve the turkey so it's best to keep it sort of um half an hour an hour really um if you're worried about it going cold if you've got a small turkey then you know air on half an hour but you can um cover it double double foil yeah. but make sure that it's not touching the skin if you like that crispy, crispy skin, skin yeah. yeah so have a little tent over the over yeah. your turkey excellent so another uh, tip for on the day is it's kind of a pet pet peeve of mine is <laughs> i hate having a cold plate and hot dinner yeah and cold serving plates. so i make sure that um when i'm serving everything up um, i'm using hot um Hot serving dishes, so you can warm those up in the in the oven if you've got space. <laughs> or another thing is if you put them, if you've got a microwave, you yeah. can put them in the microwave with just like a little cup of water, and that'll warm everything through. Especially if it's like a cold, cold you know, day, cold day. Yeah. you really don't want hot, piping hot gravy going onto a cold plate. No, it's nothing worse in my, <laughs> in my opinion. So um yeah, definitely sort of warming everything through and warn guests if, if all the serving yeah. the dishes are <laughs> really hot. Yeah. It'll give you a bit more time as well like for people to help themselves and by the time it hits your plates you know you it's not it's not gone cold um another another thing that I really like doing is sort of like I'm quite organized I like making spreadsheets and I like <laughs> or, you know organizing my Christmas dinner just so I can enjoy it on the day yeah, you know you. um so I've got my time plan of when everything is going in the oven but just before you know you do like the big Christmas shop yeah I really like, um, to having a fridge inventory like making space basically because there's nothing worse when the big shop arrives and you're like ah there's no now no i've got to, to fit, go. fit everything in the fridge now so you know if you if you do sort of like a, a fridge clear out basically and a and a clean out yeah and um maybe throw away a couple of jars or use up jars and things um before before the christmas sort of uh week yeah then you, you'll have a lot more space
1: for like and have a think about what actually needs to be in your fridge because you know i'm a big fan of things I, I mean I don't put eggs in the fridge nope. in cold weather you know things like tomatoes don't need to no. be in the fridge there's there's probably a lot of stuff in that fridge that doesn't need to be a lot of stuff in jars it doesn't yeah. need to be in the fridge you know pickles and things are quite happy out and yep. you know consider at room temperature at least for a day or so so I think just shovel out everything that you would normally put in there
0: yeah and i think especially with prepping veg as well so i'll prep potatoes parsnips and keep them all in cold water in big tubs or in big saucepans, and they don't need to stay in the fridge as if you've got like a cool cool um you know place in the house um or even in big tubs outside, if you've got a lid, you know, you yeah. can just keep them in big tubs with them um, in cold water yeah. and they'll be absolutely fine. And it means that you've got more fridge space that way as well once you've done all your
1: prep. But make sure you put a lid on because we were just talking about foxes and <laughs> Yeah, we
0: were. you don't want them them going around your most
1: potatoes. <laughs> but yeah, I think you're right. If you if you've got a bit of outside space, garden, a shed, yep. you know, I've I've kept like the turkey, the goose in the shed before at yep. my mom's house because because um, her fridge is tiny, and you literally couldn't get the turkey in there. But um, it's a good shower, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Cool.
0: You've got a lot more space.
1: What about like last minute fixes? You know, if you've got if some if you've got extra people or you need to put some size together. Have you got any tips for that?
0: Yeah. So. Sometimes there's always, I have this slight panic that have I, and I know, I know I've made enough food. I've made enough (laughs) leftovers because I love them so much. But you know, there is some slight panic where maybe you've got an extra guest or um, you just have that slight (laughs) feeling in the back of your head where you're like, "Mm, maybe, maybe I just need to do one more side. Um, and you've obviously got some carrots from the gravy leftover or whatever. A really, really good way of sort of making effortless sides is you can sort of steam veg or right, roast whole roots. And if you do like a festive spice butter, you've got oh, nice. every all of the spices in the cupboard, maybe a bit of orange zest. Uh, some nutmeg some cinnamon and just spoon that over it makes a really lovely festive side without any of the effort really um and you can do it without doing any additional shopping you you can just do it from
1: things i'm a bit i'm a big fan of the like tray the tray roast veg as well because you can get everything you know carrots parsnips weed they all kind of roast it similar temperatures and similar um timings as well so you don't have to juggle anything and you can put one big tray in and cover quite a lot of ground with that yeah
0: yeah and then you can give it just a festive spin at the end which is which is lovely
1: okay cool shall we talk about um something that we're quite passionate about which is cheating yes (laughs) (laughs) because i think you've got very um strong opinions on what you can cheat and what you should really do from scratch.
0: Yeah, um, we love an effortless Christmas. I really like enjoying the day. And so if I can cheat for a few things... I absolutely don't mind. Um, so obviously, gravy has to be from scratch. You yeah. can make it ahead, freeze it, but I really, I think it is a deal breaker. Like yeah. it has to be good gravy, and then you pour the resting juices from the turkey in there. Yeah. Um, and it's worth the effort, I think. Definitely. I think
1: we we um on an earlier episode in this series, we talked to Adam about making gravy, and he's of exactly the same opinion that that gravy is the deal breaker and it will save any amount of sins on your yep. um, on your dinner as well so i think i'm in total agreement about that
0: but there are some things maybe a few sides that you can do um like the cranberry sauce for example yeah. sometimes it's hardest to get fresh cranberries and maybe it doesn't quite need to be made from scratch so you could even just zest up a bit of um jarred cranberry sauce with some port and some mm. orange zest and stuff like that or even mm. like some star anise um, and just sort of like, re simmer it and just uh, infuse it, so you know you can you can really like zhuzh up yeah. some shop bought things. Even um, like if you if you if you wanted to, you could buy. Uh, mince pies and warm them up in the oven yeah. and then dust them with a bit of uh, icing sugar mixed yeah. with cinnamon so you've got like something like a little
1: something that you've added like a little flourish that you've added on exactly like it's a bit of
0: added value yeah um but with like minimal effort which yeah. is a great tip
1: and i think we know i mean we we've done enough christmas taste tests haven't we to know that there's some amazing mince pies out there and some really great quality things like cranberry sauces Absolutely. so i wouldn't have any shame in buying any of that
0: yeah you could even do like a a stolen like bread and butter pudding mm, wouldn't that be delicious gorgeous some like shop if
1: there stuff. was any left because my husband matt is obsessed with stolen so it never there's never any left
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have to buy an extra one <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> stick around for more expert cooking advice from anna what else can we um cheat
0: so i stuffing for me is one of the stuffing and the red cabbage are my two favorite things on christmas dinner yeah i really like um, we actually traditionally have a green olive and prune pork pork sausage
1: meat stuffing wow that sounds amazing yeah
0: it's really delicious it's very different it's like sweet and tangy and salty um but actually it does take a little while and i think traditionally it was like you know uh devils on horsebacks where you stuff the, the, the sausage meat in it the, the prune yeah it takes a takes a little while um so actually i just and i i think there's nothing wrong with some a packet stuffing and yeah. like you know if you maybe add some if you have sage and onion yeah you know like a box of a box of sage and onion stuffing um you can you can fry some some leeks and stir that through some fresh onion and some fresh sage in yeah. uh, some butter. And it's absolutely delicious. And it tastes like nostalgia as well, yeah, it's got actually... a, Yeah,
1: it's a great base. I mean, my grandma was a massive fan of Paxo stuff yeah. And um, and actually, we had um a couple of years ago Max Halley from Max's salmon shop, he did us this, this fantastic um boxing day sandwich and part of it was a was a croquette made from Paxo stuffing. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, this is genius, because exactly as you said, it tastes tastes like nostalgia. I think on Christmas Day my grandma used to get the Paxo and she'd get sausage meat. Yeah. And then just probably salt and pepper and squidge that all together and that would kind of that be as, as fancy as it got, but it was it was brilliant, you know, and it yeah. works.
0: Yeah, and it, it does it ta- it's got that <laughs> traditional flavour as well, which sometimes you're craving. You don't you don't want to try too many different things uh, Mm. on christmas day
1: yeah and what about things like canapes i I mean we've got tons of really inventive recipes for canapes online and i think if you're having a party and you're or you're inviting people around um for just drinks then making your own is quite cool isn't it but i think on christmas day that might be a a stretch too far or you know that might be one place where you could cheat it a little
0: definitely i think especially if you've got so much cooking to do for, for the main meal the main event yeah. you almost want to go a bit easy on yourself you don't want to be started making canapes <laughs> from scratch and actually to some extent a starter as well you know if you if you want to have a starter and it's make ahead then that's absolutely perfect yeah but sometimes it's quite exciting to be leave enough room for yeah. the main event sometimes you're a bit you know if you have soup or whatever for starter it's just it can be a bit heavy so i really like just serving some maybe some bigger canapes a bit earlier gives you time then to make sure that everything is ready in your own time as well and you are yeah. not you're not um getting everyone sat down for the starter and you're not really enjoying it because you're thinking right so the potatoes are in and those have got five minutes yeah. and then when when do i put the sprouts on it's it, so it's nice to be able to just make sure everything is is ready. Yeah. And I have to say, I absolutely love uh, a canapé platter. Yeah. That's another nostalgic thing <laughs> for me. You know, like a beige platter with every, like the spring rolls and the and the phyllo prawns. There is definitely something very. I go straight. I
1: dive in. Really, you know, I dive it's just it. the just the kind of classic supermarket frozen thing that you put into. <laughs> yeah it's
0: like it's a real treat and especially like you know um like deep fried camembert and things like that do you mm. know those and you, you can just we can get them without any effort you can just put them in the oven and, and then like you could even make your own cranberry sauce like or relish or yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and so i think it's really nice and i think people do
1: secretly really really like that sort of nostalgic but um, it's it's doing a double function as well, isn't it? Because you've obviously, you know, it's soaking up a bit of booze ahead of the yeah. meal. So everyone sits down. It's also stopping people from sit. If you're sitting down having a, a starter, I agree. It, it it can fill you up. And also it means that once those starter plates are taken away, everyone's sitting expecting like the dinner next. Yeah. And then you're under pressure there. Whereas if you're serving up canapes and then Christmas dinner, that gives you that nice little lull where everyone's milling, milling around with a glass of something and the canapes are being handed around and they're getting fed, so they're not thinking about well, where's my dinner. So yeah. I think that's a, it's a brilliant shout for um, you know, a little stopgap for that. Let's talk about some last minute stress relievers then. What what kind of things can we do to um?
0: So um, I really like about twenty minutes when everything is sort of you know the gravy's bubbling mm. away, um, your turkey's resting, and you you know you've got the last ten. 10 minutes left on your veg or five minutes it's a really really nice time just to take stock of your kitchen really as a whole so if you've got enough workspace to put everything out um is the sink clear that's another thing that's you know really important if you need to drain anything veg or if you need to sort of skim the gravy it's really important to make sure that you've just had a final clear down, just to make sure you've got enough space. You've got all of your serving platters. You know where everything is, where everything's going, and that'll really help um, ease some of the stress of of prepping everything yeah. for the for the main for the main meal. Um, and also get people to help. Yeah, this is a really really big thing. And um, even if you, you if you, even if you like cooking on your own and you don't really particularly like people <laughs> helping, you can, you know you find it more more yeah. effort it's actually really useful to to have some people lining up and going like a conveyor belt, right? You take this, you take this, you take this. And then everyone sits at the table. Yeah. It's like,
1: trust, get, get someone you trust and get them to, you know, answer the door, get, get people a drink, take people's coats and put them somewhere where they're not tripping up over them. And then get that trusted person to come and ask you like, what, what do you need me to do? And then you, exactly as you said, you know, you can get them to ferry the plates out or to, to do a minor cooking job, if you're, if yeah, you're, if you're a control freak,
0: yeah, and it is, and also get them to lay the table as well. Yeah, I feel like if you give one, you know, one designated person that role, they actually spend more time and a bit more effort on it than maybe if you're thinking, well, I'm still cooking <laughs> dinner here, I need to, you know, yeah. throw in some plates on. But they'll really, they'll really sort of spend a bit of time, and you know, it'll look really pretty, and it's yeah. nice. It's a nice surprise for you as well.
1: Yeah. I think as well, a good thing is, um, you know, if it depends on what you're serving, it, it's it's nice to serve champagne and stuff, but it's also quite nice to make, we've got quite a lot of different cocktails and stuff online, like jug cocktails and quite festive ones. And we'll be talking about that in a, in a future episode. But um, but I think it's great to just make up a, a couple of jugs of maybe an alcoholic and a non-alcoholic um, version. And then people can just come in and help themselves. The helping themselves thing is a really great thing for me because it's sort of, it allows people to just take charge of, you know, they can go and get a drink and they can go and and then they can relax and then they can stand around and chat and stuff and they're not kind of waiting to be waited on, which takes the pressure off you too.
0: Yeah, especially sometimes I'll have like two or three cocktails that that's what we're going to have today. So i will do like um, a champagne cocktail or something um, and be like, so here's the the bitters, here's the sugar cubes. Oh, that's nice. Like make your own. Here's the champagne and be like, you know you, you do it and see how much you want of each thing and yeah. sort of say like make it to your taste is that you know it's it, and it's really nice to have like a jug of a jug of cocktails um definitely so people can and they're not coming in the kitchen then as well
1: yeah. <laughs> And most of all I think the main thing is relax and if something goes wrong or gets burnt or you know just remember that's going to be a funny story in the future oh yeah it's not something to completely lose your head over yeah, like it, you know people are going
0: to forgive you absolutely and mm. it's it's nothing I mean we've all done it I mean we've left things in the oven before I've left the red cabbage reheating. yeah um and then we only find it oh yeah two days later <laughs> yeah exactly like, <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were missing that um and yeah it's it's absolutely no no bother at all and like you say it is a funny story for 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 a few years i think after
1: the year we've had i think everyone deserves to just have a really lovely relaxing day and there's tons of brilliant ideas there so thank you so much for chatting to us today thank you that was the olive magazine podcast for more information on things we talked about in this episode and to check out our back catalogue of over 250 episodes head to olivemagazine.com